0: Good morning, everybody. How are you all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason Pia, Broad Minds and More Podcast. And let's get Monday started. So I'm on the road again, uh, doing my work, doing my thing, do whatever I do. And, uh, you know, just uh, taking care of business. So it is the weekend after Thanksgiving. It's officially Cyber Monday, as they call it. Um, shop. Most people are shopping right now for lots of gifts. And... Uh, I, I have not been one to participate from Wednesday to today. I, I don't... Well, one, I don't really have the money to really blow. I'm just trying to conserve. I'm trying to save more. Um, my Christmas gifts... Uh, this year, I just don't feel like a pressure to uh, really rack my brain. But um, I guess that's this is Variety Episode 14, I'll call this. So one of the things I've, I thought about in shopping and, uh, I was asked by my mom, my sister, my brother, like, you know, what do you want for Christmas, and, uh, I told them some pretty basic household things, you know, like, uh, I was telling my mom, like, I want an ironing, brand new ironing board, and she was just like, what the fuck, are you serious, that's all you want, I'm like, yeah, that's all I want, you know, um, And my sister was asking me the same thing, and my brother, and I was just like telling them simple things that I can use around the house that I know more than likely, I won't be disappointed where they get it from, how they get it, you know, but it's keeping it simple and not worrying whether, it's not like a piece of clothing where they're going to be disappointed because it doesn't fit or doesn't look right. And I think that's one of the worries that people have gone through in the past. I'd have to say 20 years. I, I've I've heard more people being frustrated with the notion of shopping, what to get, and they just don't want to displease anyone or they don't want to, uh, you know, upset anyone. Now a lot of times I've heard people are giving gift cards, money, and I mean, my personal opinion is I wouldn't like gift cards more money. I like simple ideas. Um, you know, and if people ask, it's like, you know, give them a simple list. You know, you're not trying to break the bank. Now, I'm not a well-off rich person, but if I wanted something expensive, I usually buy it myself. So, you know, let's just have me thinking, you know, like, uh, you know, for this holiday season, a lot of retailers may be going out of business after this year. Um, Some of the major retail names, like Sears, Kmart, Orchard Supply, are already on the the verge of, you know, they're either going through bankruptcy and liquidating their assets, shutting down their stores. Now, Toys R Us has already done that, but someone's trying to buy their name, which is perfectly understandable. And, you know, so the age of shopping has gone to a e-commerce style shopping, and that kind of sucks gas me, but it is what it is we have to accept what it is so what can we do now we a lot of people say here in the United States shop local buy local and buy home goods but when we're shopping local uh, one thing I noticed on some things that I was looking for for relatives in the last month or so um, a lot of things come from a foreign country so my question is is If we're shopping local, is it made local or is it made here in the U.S.? Because that really affects our economy. It affects, you know, commerce. Um, I was just watching a special on uh, Gary Hart, and there's a movie Up and Coming about him. And he talked about the 80s, you know, 80s and 90s of, you know, Instead of being a product producer, we become an information producing country, and it has deeply affected our country here in the United States. So, what is it that we can do to improve our chances? Well, unfortunately, the e commerce thing is not going to go away. But, you know, we cannot rely on government to go and make the corrections for us. We are going to have to take charge in that and that's always the way it's been, is politicians can make rules, they can make laws. It's up to us, how we follow them, what we follow, and what we can do to better our future. So that's kind of like of my little snippet of, of politics and e-commerce. I hope you all have gotten this, uh, you know, spent some good quality time this last weekend with family. Um, I have not forgotten the importance of Thanksgiving um, it's a time of being with family, and it doesn't have to be blood. It doesn't have to be like you know your surrogate family or whatever. It can be anyone. Now, uh, someone was uh, making up on the news that term, uh, friendsgiving. Uh, I think it's kind of like counterproductive to really say that, but whatever term you use, Thanksgiving was about. Being together. Now there are cultural people that Native Americans that object to Thanksgiving because it was a a made-up holiday that actually uh, was made up of false facts and impoverished a lot of Native Americans. And I understand, but we all can appreciate, you know, in our busy lives, our busy structures of not getting caught up in the rhetoric but being together. So, my encouragement of the day is, take Thanksgiving and pass it on. Um, Really just take the opportunity to, you know, not just get together once a year for a big giant feast. You know, I think one of the things that is really important to us is that we sit at a table. I still, every day, with my daughters, I sit at a table with them. I, I get on my, my middle daughter, like if she brings out her iPad, hey, it has no place here. You know, it's our time to connect, not plug into um, the internet or what's going on. It's being present and noticing the, the memories. So, which leads me on to the next part of this. Um, so I was thinking about my mom. You know, me and my mom have had a rough patch. We, we've definitely knocked heads. And one of the biggest things that I've noticed is like my mom is getting older. And my mom has really gotten into her quilting and sewing. You know, that kind of reminds me of when I was a kid because my mom couldn't buy us clothes. She made us clothes. So my mom has been like nonstop making stuff and you know i got to enjoy some of her thanksgiving leftovers and it's really a treasured art of cooking um not a lot of people bake anymore not a lot of people truly cook because there's their idea and schedule of trying to become the next biggest thing or entrepreneur pushing the limits um it it's gotten out of hand you know and making a meal, sharing at least one meal, or even two meals out of the day, uh, has definitely significance. So, if you have time, always make sure, use your table, sit at a table, don't sit in the living room, on a recliner or couch, watch a TV, turn it off. So, that's my little helpful, you know, thing that I've connected, uh, Thanksgiving to now. So, I'm grateful for that. And, uh, you know, just thinking about my mom, I was like, I'm actually gonna start learning how to make her pies from scratch. Le- learning how to make her dishes from scratch because um, my my daughters enjoy um, the cooking. They enjoy the art. They enjoy, I don't know, my kids' generation, they, they really dig how you can use your hands make something you know and I think it's great and my daughters and my one of my nieces wants to learn how to sew you know I think that's awesome you know and people are saying well I don't have the time for that and it's just like if you're hustling so hard and you're only making little gains why continue to hustle so hard for little gains when you can make bigger gains within your own household, that will help grow a creative mind and a stable mind, you know, person, and pass on tradition. So that's my thing about my mom. And I just want to say to my mother, uh, whether she's listening or not, I am so grateful, regardless of all the fighting, and whatever things that we go through, I'm so grateful for the simple things that you do. And I will never forget it. And I'm taking the initiative learn these things, so that I can pass down to my kids, and they can do that safely, same and so forth, so, you know, some people, after the Thanksgiving holiday, have started going back to the gym, I noticed this morning, um, at 4 o'clock in the morning, um, there were a flood of people, It normally 4 o'clock in the morning, there's hardly anyone, but I think the trend is passing on, here at the gym, Uh, I definitely think people are getting up earlier, you go work out so that they're not distracted and to be honest with you working out in the gym at four o'clock in the morning sets the day up sets the presence now some people might think well aren't you going to be tired after uh your gym workout you know and so and they have a valid point and it really depends on what you're doing how you're doing it like if you're swimming to work out before work i don't know I swim and I'm tired, I'm beat, but if I'm running or riding a bike and lifting weights, it tires me out, but it also pumps me up. So being smart about your gym workouts in the morning, can set your day up, and then when you're done with your day, you have time to cook, you have time to touch the house, clean, whatever, you have time to connect with the family. And I've gotta say, it is a tremendous thing seeing my 11-year-old now getting up, making her bed. First thing, making her bed. And from a kid who has picked up some sloppy habits, and I am no angel about this, I have done the same. Um, watching her transform and making it a habit, making it important, she sees that even the simplest most things can make a day better. And realizing that exercise and, you know, a good health regimen of activity makes a huge difference in how we behave and how we think. So, if you're just starting at the gym right after the holidays, I encourage you, pick the greatest plan for you, don't worry about anyone else, don't compare to anyone else, and so on and so forth. So, next up, uh, well, I went to go see the movie Creed 2. What did I think of it? Well. It was okay, to be honest with you. Um, the only thing that I would have to criticize about Creed 2 is some of the music choices. I think Rocky movies were Rocky, and Creed kind of has to be its own thing, if you ask me. Um, it's very important that, you know, that if someone like Sylvester Stallone who created and produced this movie um, and the storyline if you're playing the Rocky music to a Creed movie, I think you're kind of like uh, you're trying to strike lightning where it may have been stricken before, but didn't work out. So I feel like the last couple of Rocky movies really bombed at the box office because, you know, let's face it, the guy's getting old. You know, you, you can't do it anymore. So um, I like the ending, I like how Sylvester Stallone reconnected with his only son, and um, you know, yeah, it was, it was a great, it was just a good story, and it basically talks about um, the frustrations of the generations. It shows Ivan Drago raising his son on his own, without his mom, and the emotional out explosion of how Drago's son, what, felt know a being hardened so he had so to speak the eye of the tiger so if you have time uh yeah definitely check it out uh leave your review you know however you think about it and let's keep going forward so over the weekend in the news um, the u.s border patrol and the uh mexican federally have been stopping the caravans of people trying to seek asylum here in the United States there were tear gas canisters launched when people are trying to hop the fence. Now that is a really sensitive touching issue because you know Donald Trump basically said that he will authorize lethal force which I think is an act of war if he does that. You know, it's against humanity. And it also reminds me of the Russians, you know, when they had their side of Ber- of Berlin and the Berlin Wall, they would kill people trying to cross the border. We don't need to be like that. So that was like something that the news really didn't care for. Uh, also in the news, they're talking about the campfires here in California, and like Paradise. You know, uh, there's a huge outpour of support and I think that's an excellent thing. they to be careful there are fake, um, I would have to say, uh, charities. You gotta be careful, look into the charities. Uh, See if you can verify before you donate. Um, Some people are, you know, they're going through real hard times, lost everything. So, through this Christmas holiday and beyond, uh, let's take care of our brothers and sisters here and uh, and do what we can. So, that's enough of the news, so to speak. Well, one thing is for sure here in Northern California, the skies have cleared, which is a blessing. Last week we got a sense of uh, where we got a little bit of rain to kind of put out a lot of the fires and a lot of the smoke and now it's time for growth and rebirth so hopefully the rain will keep coming and we'll be able to restore our environment and so on so that's another thing the environment Um, if you think that uh, global warming isn't real I think you need to observe your seasons and watch how the weather has gotten more severe in the past and in the, the present so, yeah. And that's going to be the show just for now. I've got more to say later, but I'm going to take a break. So, thank you all for listening. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're on there, or Podbeam, or uh, Radio Public, or wherever you can hear this podcast. Um, always, if you're on fm, leave me a clap. Let me know if you're listening, or even call leave voicemail. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll talk again. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. Good evening, my friends. How you all doing? Adding more on to the Variety episode from today. So it's 617 on the road to go see my little one and my girlfriend. So this episode is kind of about you know the Christmas tales, the movies. You know the, the Grinch, A Christmas Carol. You know uh, all the classic, I guess you could say, stories, And I kind of want to talk about the bad guys. You know, when you're reading A Christmas Carol, I mean, have has any have any of you actually read, you know, A Christmas Carol? Because I remember reading it a couple of years ago and it's a pretty morbid story. More morbid than than uh than what I've seen on movies. And 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 a lot of the movies and um, kinda like remakes of it, they, they get edgier and edgier every time I see a new one. But my favorite one of them all was with George C. Scott back in the eighties. Or was it the seventies? I don't know, whenever he made when he was you know, Ebenezer Scrooge, and for some reason, it really—it really scared me. The—the—the the, the morality of making a mistake, you know, and not taking care of others, really
1: resonated
0: with me. You know, as a young kid, and for some reason today at work, I got a little. Stern, or I got really stern with some people. And it's normally, I'm not like that totally, like, hardcore stern, but someone was trying to be interrupted, and I could not allow that. And thinking back at it, it reminded me of Ebenezer Scrooge. And I remember you know, there is a good side of me. And then I also thought about, like, you know, the Grinch, you know, Dr. Seuss. The Grinch. And I don't know why I keep thinking, like, the Grinch is, like, in Green Eggs and Ham, but that's what I think of. And I think about the Grinch, you know... From the old cartoon that I first saw from like the '60s, you know that they replay every year—the classic Dr. Seuss tale, as opposed to the Jim Carrey version and the new cartoon version of the Grinch—it's still like a different perspective, you know. And today was no exception. I, I, I was seeing people very be very grinchy, like, complain, like, what are you so happy about, you know, and your 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 holiday cheer is annoying the crap out of me, and I, I was seeing that, you know, all over today, and I couldn't understand why, and then I was reminded, now, if you bring in astrology, it is uh, Mercury retrograde, so it's basically kind of like, anything that was not resolved in the past that our problems will come up now. And it's a perfect time to, you know, reclaim your ground and make make amends things and do things right, you know, whether it be with a loved one or friend or whatever. So I was thinking how related that a Christmas carol is to Mercury retrograde, and I found a lot of strong correlations, like he was, you know, he had to talk to the Ghost of Christmas Past, you know, things that he had unresolved, and then when he was like a young guy, you know, he fell in love with somebody and it just got ruined, you know, he lost his chance, so to speak. And, you know, then he goes to Christmas present, where he doesn't realize how much of a jerk he's being to his own employee. And then it goes to, like, the warp of Christmas future, you know, how if he doesn't change his tune, this is where he's headed, no one mourns for him or nothing. And so I was, like, thinking, I was, like, with the combination of the two villains, so to speak, I actually think they're the two heroes, you know? And how related we can all be to that. I mean, no one likes to admit that they've been a bad person at times, but let's face it, it happens, you know? So is there a time where you knew you were being the villain? life and um, ended up turning out that your villainous acts changed you to becoming the hero. So let me know what you think.